the Soul Coaching Oracle Show with Hannah Yamiah. Hey, 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 this is your girl, Hannah Yamaya, your soul coach and oracle. And today we are talking about sexuality, what's love got to do with it. And I have two special guests tonight in my podcast. So I want you guys to listen to this podcast, enjoy this podcast, love this podcast, talk about this podcast, speak to your friends about this podcast, because today we are talking about sex, okay? We're talking about sex, 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 okay? And we are going to talk about how sex is a spiritual connection that you will never ever forget okay so stay tuned it's your girl Hannah Yamaya your soul coach your oracle and I'll be back after these messages hey 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 how you doing Miss Tiff All right, so hey, you guys, this is Hannah Yamaya, your soul coach at Oracle. And as you guys know, um, in the last segment, I said that we were talking about sex. Um, we we're talking about sexuality, what's love got to do with it. And not only do we have two people um, co hosting with us today, we actually have another co host, and they will be joining later on in the show. Um, so the quote for today, it says, it's not true that I didn't have anything on it. I had it on the radio. And guess who said that, Miss Tiffany? Who? Oh. Merlin Monroe. Okay. Mm. So we're talking about <laughs> sex. What is your definition of sex? Huh. My main definition is uh, exchange of energy. An exchange of energy. Okay. Yeah. An so, intimate, an intimate exchange of energy. Right. So one thing that I have to say is sex is just another macronism of a macronism of who you are in life. Okay. Sex can be can either be a beautiful expression of who you are. Or it can be a disempowering realm that leaves you heartbroken, lost, or dysfunctional, okay? So just like all areas of life, sex has many realms, experiences, levels, and perspectives like all spiritual work. The goal is to align the physical, the mental, and the spiritual living your unique truth. So you may believe that the best sex is with someone that you love on all levels okay but it is actually when other people believe that there's other preferences okay so we got mrs amy foster in the house and we're talking about sex um so hey hi so you have heard of commitment, you have com- you have heard of marriage, you have heard of poly, you have per- heard of mono, open relationships, gays, transsexuals, heterosexual, much more. So my question to you, Miss Amy, is what does sex mean to you? I think it just depends on what aspect of your life is in as to what sex would mean to somebody. To me it's a connection yes it's a it's a deeper connection right sex is like um it's another get getaway or gateway to observe how you create life that's how we create life is through sex we create life through sex by giving life to a child or giving birth to a child which creates life right right it is like a a beautiful expression or it can be an, an entangled 
entrapment. Now, have me guys ever been an ent- an, into an entangled entrapment? I actually am dealing with one right now. I definitely know I've been in one. So, from a later perspective, I feel like that if you consider, have you ever heard of spiritual sex? Yes. Okay, so if you may consider spiritual sex to be an experience in which there is expression from an authentic to a genuine space, basically unifying hearts and souls, whereas objectifying sex may be considered an experience in which people are viewed as an object um, and the soul feels separate. Now, as to men, women are objects and their soul detached their soul is separate because if you listen to the rap music nowadays most women are bitches and hoes sluts and prostitutes you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so sex can be a detachment of expression or an attachment of expression and that's an that's the expression of your soul in the realm of sex like all things in this universe Okay, so I feel that sex is just another form of communication. It could be dynamically used to create something magnificent, or it can be used to create chaos and discord. What do you believe sex does for you in in any aspect of your life? Anybody? Well, for me, now, um, after doing some healing, mm-hmm. I had to do some healing now I use sex for manifestation. Okay. I mean, I, I do. And I didn't realize I was doing it back then too. But now that I know, I'm very careful and I won't just, of course, I'm not sleeping with just anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I use it for manifestation. Okay. What about you, Ames? To me, I always tell people this when, they, when we talk about sex. I feel like sex is a gateway. And you got to be careful who you have sex with. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I'm having sex with someone, it's like I'm giving you a gaze into my soul. Yeah. Does because it's a, yeah, because it's an energy transformation. Like you're transferring energy. Mm-hmm. And you could be transferring energy with the devil, okay? Mm-hmm. You could be having sex with the devil and not really know that you're having sex with the devil until you start having those entanglements in the mind, right? Mm-hmm. When, when that negative energy that they put into you through that sexual intercourse starts to project, okay? It projects by your actions, by the way you think, by the way you speak, by the way you walk. And that's when you say, oh, that girl got a, a, got a spirit on her or mm-hmm. girl got a bad vibe on her. It's not that that, bob, that vibe that she's dealing with. It's the sex. That's the connection that she has with a person when she are having sex with someone that doesn't either doesn't feel comfortable with their sexuality or doesn't know about their sexuality. So you must be mindful of your actions. And the first step is to discover your desires, your desire form of expression within your love life. You need to learn to honor every person's truth. First of all, I'm not about to have a, I'm not about to have sex with no man that cannot stimulate my mind. Right. right. Exactly. I don't care how much money you got, how many cars you got, how many houses you got. If you can't have an intellect intelligent conversation with me and you can't speak one big word in one sentence we cannot have sexual intercourse because I don't want your energy on me anybody Mm -hmm. got that I think that's what people need to be mindful of nowadays it's okay and it's this big uh, contest like let's see how many people we can have sex with or if I have sex with this people with this person that's gonna get me somewhere this man and third. And like you said, if that person cannot stimulate you mentally, now you having sex with this person and you got these ties to this person. You trying to wonder why you can't shake that guy or that girl. Oh. Right. It's called soul ties. Right. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Very careful. Yeah. Definitely. So um there are infinite ways of having sex and making love just there are 
just as there are people on this planet. And there are also many spiritual practices that touches upon the topics of sex, such as um, objectifying sex, tantras, Kama Sutra, okay? However, even sex magic in my Tiffany's voice, since she does sex sex manifestation, that (laughs) is sex magic. And I'm sure every woman out there listening to this podcast has did some sex magic. If you are manifesting in your mind and while this man is on top of you or you on top of him and you thinking I'm gonna make you love me or I'm gonna do this to you and I'm gonna do that to you you are doing sex magic um with me when I um that's how I have my baby I said I want a boy he said he want a boy too and that's all we kept speaking out and that's what we got right it's sex magic we and that's all... why I was saying I didn't know I was doing it back then. Now I'm mindful of it. Right. So I'm mindful of what I speak out as well. <laughs> right. So remember that there are there is not a single thing that is not spiritual in this life. Only the perception that is not everything is spiritual. So remember this sexual sexuality, sex is a spiritual connection no matter how you think of it it's a spiritual connection for you guys that's also on that twin flame journey or that soulmate journey that is a spiritual connection through sex because you can't have a twin flame journey if you haven't had sexual intimacy with them you can't have a soulmate journey if you have never intertwined with them through sex sex is a connection that's that is not basically it's kind of like a connection that is unfying that is not very it's something that you can't really put into words do you guys agree i agree anybody got something to say i'm tired of talking go ahead (laughs) i'm just taking it all in because i know that i need to be careful because like you said you got to be mindful of what you're saying during sex and mm-hmm. I know sometimes you get a little carried away. You you know what I'm saying? You can't control it sometimes. And I'm bad about hollering, I hate you during sex. And then I'm wondering why the next week, I hate you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why you getting on my nerves this week? And I done sat here and said, I hate you. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> like, you done stuff tore me up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I definitely got to work on that. Yeah. So, one thing I think do you guys know you know it's this word called oxytoxin okay Uh Uh, oxytoxin increases when we feel attracted to someone which in turn stimulates the dopamines to be released so when we fall in love okay while falling Mm -hmm. in love is a heart at a reflection of our earnest desires and it multi- multiply factors that can play into that attraction like the law of attraction like attract like so if you ain't no if you are ain't shit chick you gonna attract an ain't shit nigga if you got some whack ass pussy you gonna attract some whack ass dick does that make sense okay so this not only that this includes your dna your senses and the animalistic need for survival we're all animals in in the mentality when it comes to sex okay think about it especially in the many right now in this in this area of life there's not many people out here having getting married and having babies by the same person everybody is fucking everybody Okay, and that's why it's kind of hard for these younger women that's in their late 20s to to find someone that's for them. They have set goals that, oh, I'm going to get married by this time and I'm going to be married by that time. But they're not they're not saving that sexual energy that they have because they letting everybody between the most important part of your body. Did you know that your vagina is a portal? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's a portal that opens and open up things that you never thought opens up. It opens. It actually helps you align your chakras if you are sexually c- compatible with the person that you are in a relationship with. 
if you're mm-hmm. in a relationship with someone it opens up the chakras so when you feeling like something is happening in your head if you feeling lightheaded in your head after sex that means that man has balanced and cleared out your sho- uh, your crown chakra if your third if you start having headaches after having sex your third eye chakra has been unblocked and cleared if you start becoming sensitive to light and noises that sex that you just had just unlocked your third eye chakra if you start feeling emotional after sex and you want to start crying or you need a fucking cigarette after sex you just that that sex that you just had with that person just unlocked and unblocked and cleared away your heart chakra all that hurt that you had is gone it's not gone but it ain't there no more you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. i tell you this the body exerts a response when feel when romantic feelings are stared and these and this include flashy cheeks racing heartbeat clangy hands and a general level of giddiness the physical and the chemical the body alerts you to form an attachment to the object of desire as a as chemicals this issue any sense of reward are released when being around that person so how you guys ever said damn every time this person get around i get around this person i just get butterflies or i start feeling nervous my hands start getting pumped sweaty or i start my face start getting sweaty i start sweating under my armpits when i get around this person mm-hmm. like that i've had that lust is a a how can i put it Lust is a action by the hormone hormones that test testosterone and estrogen. It stimulates your sex drive. Okay. And it kind of like basically attractions follows a deeper level of physical connection. And so we have neutrometers, right? They call this call it's called monominds and it guides your physical response and feelings. And so the chemicals responds to the adrenaline rush. You know how your adrenaline start to increase after sweating and, and your heartbeat races after sex. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have sex with someone that's sexually compatible with you, not just in a sexual way, but in a spiritual sexual way, in a physical sexual way, in an emotional sexual way. That's why they say sex is a communication that you should only have with someone that you can actually be on the same level with not just in a sexual way but also in a mental a physical and a spiritual way does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. so tiffany do you have your cars today my cars yeah they're here okay so we have this thing called serotonin do anybody know what serotonin is uh is um, what's released for like to make you feel relaxed. Right. That plays a vital factor in feeling in when you feel in love, as well as making you feel temporarily insane. That's mm-hmm. where that, that ego come in, Amy, when you be like, I hate you. Or one day I fucked <laughs> I wanted to have his baby and I know my tooth was tied. Ooh, Jesus, girl. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Love yeah. is a joke. But I told guy I love him. He was like, what? Right. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> right. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so let's talk about what is one of the most important forces that moves in us and through us, ultimately beyond us when we are having sex. What is that for y'all? Uh, for me, hmm, I'm not sure. What about you, Amy? I'm gonna have to say I'm not sure either because I wouldn't necessarily say a force is going through me. To me, that's my. Right. It's it's a a creative way for me. My love for you, like you know, what I'm saying when we we doing what we doing it, it's a way for me to express creatively that or show you creatively through sex how I feel about you because nobody okay. wants a boring lay you know what I'm saying 
So if yeah. I and, and I also have to be backtracking a little bit. I also have to really be like you said. You have to stimulate me intelligently. I really have to be into right. Get to that point. And with the guy, with the guy right. that I'm with now, you know what I'm saying. You have made me so comfortable. I know that I can be vulnerable in all my femininity with you. So. I would, like I said, I wouldn't say it's a force, but now I know that I can be myself with you and I can go in the bedroom and be creative and I can try all of this new stuff that I right. want to try because I'm comfortable with you. Right. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like it's the oxytoxins and that, that is released in both sexes during an orgasm. I can tell you this. Did you know that 75% of all women has never experienced an orgasm through sexual intercourse? Oh, I feel for oh lord (laughs) right so when you create an intimate bond oxytoxins is the same chemical released during childbirth did you know that we have orgasms after having babies when we having babies maybe I must have skipped that part because all I remember (laughs) yeah you have you have that that orgasm after when you are having the baby when that head comes through you're all you feeling is contractions from the feet but in the vagina, you're actually having a orgasm. And it's a small orgasm because of the pain overrides the pe- pleasure. You get what I'm saying? That, I agree. Because I ain't feel no pleasure. I'm telling you. And, and to be honest with you, that that, oxy, that oxytoxin is the is responsible for the bond between the mother and the child. Basically, that orgasm. Because that child feels it. You get what I'm saying? That's how a child... You know how they say... When a child is born, they know their mother's scent. Yeah, that's because you have. That's because you have the orgasm. That's your. They know your scent from your orgasm that you have while you're pushing them out. And believe me, I had six kids, and they all came out naturally. Yeah, and they still can. My daughter, she's thirteen. She still can smell me a mile away. Hmm. Were they nursed to? Only three of them. The other three wouldn't latch. (laughs) So our physical bodies are naturally designed to promote our survivals as a species. So when you experience love and attraction, it's the sign that you are aligned with your higher self and what feel good is good. And when you experience discordance and chaos, it's a sign that you are in balance. Okay. Like how Amy say, I need a tune up. That means she's in balance. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. (laughs) So, um, or you're not being true to your inner self. And some of us women out here, we do not, we do hide our inner guidance we do hide the inner we we do not allow ourselves to unleash the tiger or the lion within us when it comes to our sexuality because we are afraid to be judged like dick sucking if you ask any girl on the planet do they suck dick they're like i don't suck dick but they be sucking everybody else's dick they say that back in the day they used to be like nah i don't do that now they Right, but they it's don't. Not, that, don't. No, what they don't want to tell you is if they sw- spit a swallow. <laughs> well, in this small town where I live at, not mm-hmm. everybody suck dick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They has to be lying. So all humans be- be- beings can tap into this wondrous harmonic flow of life, which sex is a life flow. So if you listen to what your body is telling you, you use your instincts and your emotions as a guidance, a guidance system, as they are most advanced system known to man. Like I told you guys, 75% of women has never experienced an orgasm through sexual intercourse. I actually has never experienced the orgasm through sexual intercourse. I have only experienced, experienced orgasms through getting my booty ate. <laughs> Oh wow! So you have a whole different orgasm, they say. Yeah, it's a whole different orgasm. The internal one. Okay, so with that being said, do you mm-hmm. feel like those seventy-five percent are not experiencing the orgasm because of the men that they are choosing, or because they are not in tune with their self? Like they're, they're not, not willing t- to accept. Like this is who I am sexually. 
and just allow themselves to be well there, there is three there's three factors to not experience an, 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 an orgasm sexually with through sexual intercourse either they're not in tune with their self or maybe they're not attracted or connected to this man sexually or maybe they just don't know if they're having an orgasm or not because you can have an orgasm and you can have a nut at the same time you can nut and have an orgasm at the same time yeah, there is a difference. Um, the orgasm usually is the muscle contraction where yeah. uh, some women don't even, they don't nut, like that squirt, they don't do that. A lot of them don't. I'm a squirter, honey. I squirt from the oh, wall. Yeah, shit, I wet the whole thing up. <laughs> if you're doing it right, it depends on who it is because that's, oh, that's my mind. I control that. Yeah. And so I, I like what you just said. Mm-hmm. I like what you just said, Sydney. It does depend. Because mm-hmm. before the guy that I'm with now, I have never squirted before. Mm-hmm. Now, we can be in here. I'm squirting. I'm creaming. I'm losing my hearing. My legs shaking. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he activating chakras that you don't even know he activating. He has activated at least three chakras. Your throat chakra, that's why you always telling him you hate him. Your third eye chakra, that's why you having all these dreams. And your crown chakra, that's why you always on top of your shit. He's activating uh-huh. chakras. Well, baby, I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> we have I have someone else that I want to add in here one second y'all um and this is Miss Deja give her time to join in but we do have this man named fraudulent um and fraudulent would have us to believe that women's inability to reach orgasms is because a woman has not grown up yet so Princess Marie a woman closely linked to fraud asserted that the optimum distance between the vagina and the clitoris was 2.5 centimeters. Okay. And that it was, it was this measurement that was integral to achieve a woman's orgasm. Okay. She went as far as undergoing the experimental surgery to ascertain these measurements because of her own difficult into achieving orgasms so these pressures on females to experience vagina orgasms has been immense for centuries stimulating an overwhelming sense of failure amongst women who have never experienced one so the modern women is expected to be a professional a mother a multi-test but also a red carpet walking porn performer in the bedroom now, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, not every day I want to have sex. Not every day I'm a freak. Not every day I'm a porn star. Sometimes I'm lazy in the bed. Sometimes I'm not sucking no dick. My mouth ain't wide, um, wet enough. Sometimes I, men, sometimes we just do not want to be a freak all the time. Can I get to agree with that? Mm-hmm. So many, you know, we feel exhausted and sometimes we feel like we're not being fulfilled. I have... Uh, I have a a pet peeve that don't ask me to give you some head because that's a must. You get uh-huh. what I'm oh, I hate that. They don't ask for that shit. If right. you ask for it, I'm giving it. Right. Do not ask me, me to give I'm, uh, I'm right. going to do it on my own or I'm not going to do it at all. At all. Like, I don't want to feel pressured in doing something that I don't want to do right now. I want to do it when I want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So why some women are fulfilled and some are not some are not remain somewhat of a mystery but understanding the limits women impose on themselves we can be overthinkers because we're already emotional creatures right mm-hmm. the rules women like to strut in their lives through thought and learn stigma undeniably plays a part in how free-flowing and relaxed women are that they allow their bodies to be okay so one of the entire cultures is clearly experiencing disconnection from the soul and that's why we don't have that's why some of us be like i don't know what a soul tie is because some women have sex with people that they don't have a connection with hi miss deja hello so miss deja we're talking about sex and how sex is a, a very important spiritual aspect of spirituality 
And I wanted to get your experience. I wanted to get your advice. What do sex mean to you? And how does it play an important role in your life? Okay. Okay. To me, it is a romantic connection. Okay. Um, how it plays a role in my life is I'm a little unsure of that right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so do you feel like it's hard for you to have orgasms or do you feel like you can have an orgasm through sex during sex at any time? Anytime. Wow, really? Yes. Enlighten me. <laughs> Enlighten me. <laughs> um I guess it depends on the 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 connection of the person. Um, who you choose mm-hmm. which gives the the energies in the body to escalate more it's like the feelings mm-hmm. more I think it's, it's more intimate it's more in, yes. intense right there you go yes right um so what I was saying is our entire culture is clearly ex- experienced disconnection from the soul and more so in an intimate setting People cannot seem to figure out why it feels like there's just something missing. And I know that there's been plenty of times that I have had sex with someone and I'll be like, okay, are you finished? Because sometimes even though I'm attracted to them, something, it just don't feel right. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Have you ever had sex with a person and you're like, damn, it don't feel right. Yes. Oh, I've made them get up and leave. Right. (laughs) <laughs> she said it'll leave. You she ain't go. Lying, it's either you time for me go. to go or it's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go ways because this, right. this ain't what it was supposed to be. Right. So the body can ex- exhibit a, a wide array of symptoms from low energy to full-blown depression. But in a man perspective, there seems to be a disconnection between having a strong sexual desire and wanting to be true to their hearts. And they tend to feel guilty or shame or repression or suppression. And there is more attractive than a man or a woman who has gotten in touch with their internal aspects within the stands firm in his or her truth. One thing I learned is I don't like to ask a man to let me see they dig. Mm-hmm. Oh, babe, I'm totally opposite. I, I, I don't want to I, I don't want you to let me see your dick and you already said I got a big dick and I'm a big dick and I got big dick energy and then boom you show me your dick and it's not big dick energy <laughs> <laughs> I am the total opposite I want to see I want to see too because I feel like first of all before we have sex there has to be some type of attraction right uh-huh. we had to have had some type of attraction to get to this point and I feel like how guys always say it's like test driving a car. I need to see if I'm getting a limit or not. Yep. Well, I don't want to see it because first of all, I like shaved dicks. Okay. Okay. And that's why I need to see. So it's like, are, are you, are you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't want me to feed you a Harry Jolly Rancher. I would rather. Oh, exactly. I don't. I, to be honest, the reason why I say I would, I don't want to see it. I would rather feel it because if my hand can fit around it. I don't want it. If my hand can barely fit around it, I'm going to take that dick. Ooh, see, if my hand barely fit around it, I might be a little bit scared and hesitant to try it. I, 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 had a, I had a dude one day take his pants off. I said, what the fuck you about to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. You got to go. <laughs> no, no. I'm blowing my shit out. Right. They say he be- Mm-mm, but I'm glad I got to see it first. See, I can't. I can't. I don't want to see it. I, I don't. I, I really think dicks are ugly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But see, the thing is, I got to see it because if I, I wouldn't have seen that and he would have tried to put that in me, I would have been dead. 
That's you, a- you said you want to touch it. That's another. That's all the more reason for me to see it. I need to see it. Is it clean? Oh, is yeah. it shaped? You know, sure do I have bumps on it? Bump, right. And then you know, if I if it looks like it's okay, then yeah, I want to touch no, it. No, that, that's maybe the, I see. I'm the different. I'm the type that if I'm a I'm a touch it. I'm not going. I'm not. Going, I'll touch it through your pants. But I'm gonna check that out before I even decide to put it in me. Believe me, it's gonna be seen. I just don't want to see it like you pull. They he, he pulled his pants down. Like you want to see my dick? You know what I'm no, saying? No, I'm not saying just walk up to me. Oh and no, no, put like that, that bad no. boy out. But if we about to engage in the act, oh, I yeah. need to see it. If I see it and it looks okay, then yeah, I want to touch it. And because maybe I I feel something that I didn't see, and then it's time for you to get up. And turning around. So how do y'all go ahead? I I feel like dicks are beautiful. I mean, they are if they shaved. I mean, the man's good. Hey, I might shave it. Whether it's hairy or not, I I feel like dicks are beautiful. Now, if it's hairy and I can see or I can feel the hair, like you got to go shave that. I don't want to put in the balls. I just I feel like the I feel like the hairy dicks is is. Is something and about be salty. I don't I feel like it's it's unsanitary. I do too. <laughs> you like they're gonna be salty. Right. Yeah. They're salty, yeah. you pissing, your hair is grabbing all that pee, any kind no. of foul smell. Like you really gotta shave that. That's a part of hygiene. If you want me shaved, you better shave right. First of all, I keep the good the cut the grass cut down there. Yeah. So yeah. um if I'm gonna make sure I'm I'm keeping this, I'm keeping all of this maintenance. You didn't maintenance them balls. Okay? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> maintenance them balls. I agree. Because I like playing with balls, okay? If I'm sucking some dick, I want to jiggle the balls. I want to have something. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that's a given. Right, yeah. So it needs to be shaved and it, it, it waxed or something. Right. Truthfully telling you, telling I'm giving the whole exam while I'm down there. Now. Right. Right, right. So... The body is this dynamic instrument of sexual expression. And the spiritual complex, I mean, complex, I can't even say it, climax of life is to, uh, to live in alignment with what the soul desires. And which is most for most people, it's love. For me, it's love. And it's love and it's a lot of connections. And it's, it comes along with that sexual fulfillment. So, one thing that I always say that we must live transparent, not just in our regular life, but also in our sexual life. Mm-hmm. You can't say, I want a man with a big dick and you can't pay, you can't take big dick. Mm-hmm. You can't say, I want a man that eat pussy and he eat your pussy and it's not the way you want your pussy ate. You got to say, I want a man with a long tongue. But if you want a man with a long tongue, you better be able to take the pussy eating. Mm-hmm. But I feel that's also a teaching moment. If you're going to ask for a man who can eat pussy and you know you're going to be running from it, or he can't eat pussy, and you complaining about the way, that's a teaching moment. Yeah, because everybody that love to eat it can't do it. Right. Yeah, that's when you, you got time speaking up. See, that's the thing. I don't have time for that. I teach my kids on a day-to-day basis. I don't want to teach you how to treat me. You know what? Well, I, I, I disagree. I find it attractive. If mm-hmm. I can, and I feel like that's a part of comfortability with whomever your partner is. Now, I'm not saying my partner, my current partner cannot eat pussy. Don't don't get it twisted. I, he, he can eat it. I love it when he eat it. But I am saying, I have had men who cannot eat pussy. But if you come to me and you're like, hey, am I doing it right? Did you like this? It gets annoying if it's repetitive. But it is also a teachable moment. Because look, I need you to put your head this way. I need your mouth right here. I like slow strokes right here. If I'm telling you, you know, I'm about to come, like I want you to speed up a little bit. I feel like that's a teachable moment. And that's attractive to me that you're okay. open in your sexuality. Yeah, that, now, that is different. But if I have to keep leading you, Oh, no. keep leading no. you, keep leading you. First of all, I'm not the aggressive one in the sex in the room bedroom. I only become aggressive because I like for a man to handle me aggressively. If you are aggressive, I'ma become aggressive. I have like I'ma fuck you up. <laughs> you know but for for me, I feel like I need you to be on your shit as a man 
Cause so you want a manly man? He need to know what he, he need to be on his p's and q's. Yes, because I'm I'm fine with my sexuality. You know what I'm saying? Like the person that I'm with, he loved everything that I do to him. I mean everything. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm slightly dominant. I love to be dominated, but I am slightly dominant. Sometimes mm-hmm. I want to handcuff you. I want to tie you up. So, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes right. I want to be the aggressor. I don't always want to be do this or you know I mean I like the dirty talking stuff but I don't always want you to be the one who is aggressive sometimes I feel like the role should be reversed and that's true I will it depends for me like if you get a couple drinks in me or something and I hit the I hit the weed and I take an X pill then you got a whole beast on your hands if you're not ready for that do not do not ask don't bring no bottle don't bring no champagne don't bring no weed if you want a settle ass woman that's gonna freak you and be gentle with you, don't get me, don't get me high, don't give me a couple drinks, then you will have a problem on your hands. I'm a different person when I'm sober than I am when I'm fucked up. And I feel like the sober sex is the the sex that I only want with someone that I am in love with. Right. You know what I'm saying? I get the, that. The drunk sex is something that I would do with someone that I could probably potentially look at someone that I can probably spend my life with. But now I got to test drive that to make sure this is what I want. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So how do y'all feel about men sending dick pictures? Hell no. Are we, say, are we talking, yeah, are we talking dick pics that I didn't ask for? Or are we talking dick about we in a long-term relationship? Dick pictures that you didn't ask for? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, I'm a relationship or just a random nigga on Facebook or Instagram saying trying to holler at you and on your Facebook or Instagram page it says that you're in a relationship and they still find a reason to send you a dick picture no if I don't have a connection with you and you just automatically off the top sending me dick pics one I feel like you're doing that to any and everybody two I feel like that's community dick and three why the fuck are you sending me a dick pic if we have no connection right Right. What about you, Miss Deja? I would say that that's um, it's very unattractive, mm-hmm. and you're not playing your cards right. Just randomly sending pictures, like no, I'm not. I'm not even gonna look at it. I'm gonna see it and delete it. <laughs> probably block. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tiff? I hate that, and I'm gonna try to expose it too. <laughs> I did it before. Exposed him. Right. And all the females like, she he doing the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So love is the only truth. And I feel like love is the only truth when it comes to sexuality. It is the most magical, mysterious, and mystical concept in the universe. It is that which guides all of life and prevails and heals and transforms the impossible into the possible. It is which births all creations and restores harmony. Sex is love. We long for it. We try it. We label it. We place meanings to it. Um, we put it in a box. We hoard it. What we often do not do is cherish it. And we all allow ourselves to shower others with it. And to be showered by it. And even more so, we do not allow ourselves to love ourselves. One of the most important things that I tell my clients, and I think Miss Tiffany and heard me say this to a couple people in my live stream. Masturbation is the best self-love you can give yourself. So ladies, if you ain't out there masturbating on a day-to-day basis or every other day, get busy. That's a way of releasing whether you using your fingers or you got a big drawer or a big bag like me and my cousin Amy we have bags and drawers of sex toys masturbate if you are at a place in your life where you're dealing with a man that don't feed you no affection don't give you no attention don't spend no time with you and you are frustrated sexually mentally and emotionally masturbation is the key to self love it's Mm -hmm. the truth Okay. So in fact, I was to be I would be so boldly to say until you love yourself unconditionally with zero judgments and total auto, uh, moderation, 
that it's impossible to love another another person wholeheartedly. To be honest with you, I feel that self-love is something that needs to be a part of a relationship. Because a lot of times when we are in relationships with men, we lose ourselves as a woman. Okay? We lose ourselves as a woman. And the primary relationship of love that you have should be with yourself. And that love that you're looking for with someone else will follow. Okay? It will reflect your ability and your inability to love how you have a relationship with yourself when it comes to love. That's Mm -hmm. why... I masturbate. Even I masturbate out the sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. It may be three hours later, but I masturbate out the sex. I was I say, baby, yeah, right after I'm taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, nap. right. Love is the grand teacher in your life. It often, it often you project your own conditional love, fears, and judgments onto others. It is the ultimate mirror of the self which reflects the union between communication and intimacy. The source of love is always from within, and your job is to strip away anything and everything that is standing between you and love. And a lot of times we don't. Sometimes we bring the baggages from our last relationships into our new relationship. We bring the negative thinking, the upsets and justifications that we had in our past to our new relationship. And that's why nine times out of 10, a, t- a 80-20% chance that most relationships does not work because of the things that we have been through in our past. We allow the past to make us fear the present in love. How many of you guys believe that? I agree. Yep. That's true. That's so, why I say we gotta live in the here and now. Right. You gotta live in the now. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this is the process of unveiling your authentic nature, which is pure love. That's why you have to bond with yourself sexually, not only sexually, but mentally, physically, and spiritually. Okay. Because all of those things that I just named become one, which is the law of divine oneness. When you become one with yourself, your higher self and your potential self, there's no higher power than that. So you got to turn down, turn down the walls the belief systems that you had about love when you ask somebody what is their definition of love did you know love has like over 20 million de- definitions of love now like my definition of love, love could be someone else someone somebody can think that is a different definition watch this what's your definition of love deja my definition of love is love is patient love is kind Love is everything positive, and it's um, it's only formed in connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I think. Love is real. It's genuine. It's not mm-hmm. gonna. If you upset, love is not gonna be like forget you. Come closer so we can talk. Right. Connect. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your definition of love, Amy? Love is an action to me. And I know so many people are like, how, how can love be an action? To mm-hmm. me, love is like, <clears throat> if you have a significant other, even if it's not your significant other, it's just somebody that you see in. Love is, you had a bad day at work, you come home from work, and that person, your person, knows you so well that they do whatever it is that they know, like this is going to bring her peace, whether it's a bubble bath whether it's just giving you a minute away from the kids, whether it's cooking your favorite meal, they just know as soon as they see you. Right, right. What about you, Tiffany? Um, love to me is unconditional. Um, it's, y'all know it goes crazy, but it's, walking in my mom's house and smelling the you know food cooking it's (laughs) hugging my son's father being in his arms it's hugging my son I mean it's hugging my dog too it's so many different things Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. see for me love I hear a lot of people say love hurt love don't hurt Mm -hmm. love heals love heals okay 
And the reason why I say love don't hurt because love heals, just like Miss Deja said, love is patient, love is pure. The only thing that hurt is the person that you loved that hurts you. That person hurts you. Like everything everybody said is true. Love is an action. One thing that I always was told that if you don't know your love language, then how you expect someone to know how to love you? Right. So right. If you don't, if you haven't did your love language test, this is a time for you to do that. As I was saying that you have to tear down those walls of the belief system that you have of, of the word love. Um, all the ways of being that no longer allows you to simply love. You got to get that mindset. Mm-hmm. You got to empty that cup, which is your brain. Okay. Because remember we were growing up, we were brainwashed to think that love was supposed to hurt you. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I whipped mm-hmm. you because I love you. Right. Some people grew up where their parents never said they love you. Some people don't know what love looks like. So this entitles emptying the conscious of the expectations, the ideals, the judgments, the identity, and even the significance that you place on relationships. So you can begin to experience that miracle that is that it is. So when you withhold your love through unconditional I mean, through conditional love, you're essentially denying your divinity. And you mm-hmm. annually and you annual the truth within. So as Ernest Holmes stated. So take a look at all the reasons with you withhold, block, and deny love. And look at all your limited stories, judgments, and expectations, and excuses as to why you're projecting onto others in your life and what you're projecting onto others in your life. Jot down all the reasons that you don't have the love that you desire and look at them and place them in a list and place that list into a box just as the list has put you in. It is ex- this is the exact list that has kept you from ra- from your heart radiant is suppressed and repressed from your divine es- essence love so love is the cent- is the central flame of the universe the very fire itself love points the way and law makes it possible and you know what law that is the law of gender the mm-hmm. law of gender miss tiffany do you know what the law of gender is um, I can't tell you offhand, but I have heard of it. And so what we're going to do, because we've been on here for 50 minutes, I want to go ahead and take a break. If you guys want to join back in, just send me a message and I will add you guys back into this podcast. Um, and we will be back after these messages. Okay. You can add me back to station. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Part two coming up soon. Have a great day. It's the Soul Coaching Oracle Show. Have a good night.